Hello, and welcome to Bringing Education Home. I'm Herb. And I'm Christina. Together, we are sharing ideas that we believe will help grow stronger, healthier, happier families that are both inside and outside the box. If you like the show, be sure to follow Christina on Facebook. And be sure to leave us a review and a like on your favorite podcast platform. Today, we are introducing Dale Troy. Dale is a college success coach and certified health coach who helps students transition successfully from high school to college. Dale's experience in helping college students started with her own three daughters. All three of her daughters graduated from Yale College, and she is a graduate of Yale College and Yale Law School. Dale's college success formula program provides students with strategies that reduce their daily stress and enable them to thrive. Dale, welcome to the show. We are so glad you're here today. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So looking at this, a lot of our parents are kind of looking at that range. We are bringing education home. We work with our group Vibrant Family Education, and we really want to help give parents tips and tricks of how to make that family life better. And that college question is a huge one. How are we going to afford college? How are we going to get those kids to have the right grades or the right activities? And I think one thing that your bio is talking about a little bit also is how do we make sure a student is healthy when they go off to college, right? So tell us a little bit more. You said you helped your daughters get into college. Why is this such a passion for you? Sure. Well, just to be clear, I am not a college counselor, so I don't help students get into college. But um, my focus really is what are those habits and skills all students need to have in order to be successful when they get there? And that really starts way before college. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I think a lot of parents don't really realize that. They think, oh, well, they got through high school. They're going to be fine. Everyone does fine when they get to college, but that is unfortunately not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tell us what's one of those things that can really help those parents. Because like you said, they focus on college stuff around their junior year, senior year, but it starts before that. When does it really get started? Well, um, in, in general, I would say the biggest thing is that parents today, and I I assume your homeschool parents as well are just so involved with their kids. They're really on top of everything that's going on and they really need to start stepping back as early as middle school or whenever they can take their kids can take on more responsibility. So in middle school, maybe it's uh, making sure that they pack up their, their backpack for school and, and gradually get be doing more things. But Honestly, there are parents still in high school who are waking their kids up for school and not letting them set their own alarm. There are parents who check all the homework in high school. That really shouldn't be the case. So you have to really start letting your kids be more independent. Yeah. Uh, that that that's like I think kind of like the overall arching issue is is creating kids who feel confident in themselves and don't have to feel like they have to ask their parent everything or they don't know what to do. So that that leads to that lead met, led me to an interesting question. So what are some of these kids that are getting into college now really having problems with? You said packing a backpack. They don't know how to go to school. They don't know how to go to college. What what are what are these? Because you know yeah. we're, we're Gen X. It's like when we got to college, our my dad dropped me off at the door and said, "Have fun." And see ya. And I was fully prepared, and I and I embraced it because it's like yes, it's like they're gone. 
So that that apparently is not really the case right now. So what are what are some of the ways that that children are are getting into college? Yeah, I I think the biggest thing is time management. Like they haven't been using a planner. They haven't they haven't learned how to schedule their time. They're not very organized. You know, they're and high school doesn't require as much organization. I mean, it's kind of especially if you're you're whether you're homeschooling or whether you're in a public school, you know, there's like a set schedule. You just follow it. There's not a whole lot of free time um, to plan out yourself. So when they get to college, you know, they they maybe have two or three classes a day. What do they do with all the other time? They don't realize that they need to plan it out. When are you going to study? When are you going to have your meals? When are you going to do your laundry? How, how are you going to fit exercise into your day? All those things become really significant. And if you don't know how to plan it out and get it done, you're always going to feel stressed out. It's like, oh my gosh, I have, I have to stay up now till two in the morning because I didn't do something that's due tomorrow. And oh, I, did, I forgot about something and I turn it in late and then I, I get a bad grade on it. So it, it requires a lot more um, preparation for their week. You know, they have to really think about what's what's happening, what they need to do and, and, and schedule it. I teach time blocking in my program where they, they you know, create little squares on their planner and what, what they're going to do during that time. And I think the other big thing, just in terms of the time, is that in high school, most of what they're learning, they're just learning in the classroom and they don't have to really learn it on their own. But in college, it's expected for every hour you're in the classroom in college, you're supposed to be studying two to three hours outside of it. And part of that might be doing a lab or writing writing something, but a lot of it will just be kind of pulling together what you learned and reading more about it and trying to understand it. So uh, there's a lot more individual learning that has to take place in college. Absolutely. Yes. And you are speaking the truth because I recently took some courses to update my credentials and keep working towards, you know, my own self-development. And I was amazed at how, you know, they would say, here's your five chapters in the book to read. Make sure you have them read before the next time you come to class. Oh, by the way, don't forget this thousand word paper that needs to be completely published with biography and resources and references and everything. And you just can't do that in 20 minutes. You need to actually plan that out and make sure you schedule those blocks of time to get that studying done. Yeah. 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 So time management is huge. Um, I think another huge thing is that a lot of kids haven't learned how to ask for help or they're embarrassed to ask for help. So when they do, even in when they do start to struggle, they just kind of think, well, I'll figure it out. Or maybe it gets toward the end of the semester and they haven't gotten any, they've hardly gotten any grades back and they have to study for, you know, an exam. And they realize that they are so far behind. They don't understand what's going on. They, you know, they haven't been keeping up with the class. So asking for help like right away, knowing that that is okay, that you're not supposed to know everything, that there are tutors available, that there are professor office hours, that there's a whole range of resources on campus. And a lot of kids just um, aren't using them. Yeah. Well, so that, you kind that's of broken big... out of that in high school because, mm-hmm. you know, there's been a lot of times where when I was in high school, I would reach out for help and 
they would they would offer it and it would be there but then nothing ever materialized so after a while when you start asking for stuff and it never materializes for whatever reason then you just stop asking after a while mm -hmm. so with the way public schools are right now you it, you don't get to ask for stuff so that that skill not only is is yeah. not there if they are trying to develop it, it it just is blunted yeah right that's true or or the other thing that happens a lot in high school is the parent will ask like mm -hmm. the parent will write an email to the teacher rather than saying to the student you know stay after class and ask your teacher if they can help you with this so yeah i think i i think you're right but colleges do have so many resources, whether it's a writing center, as well as a tutoring and all sorts of academic help, um, as well as mental health help. But I think most what I see from the kids that I work with, they are embarrassed. They think, oh, this is that makes there's something wrong with me. I shouldn't have to ask for help. That means maybe I shouldn't have gotten into the school. I I can't do it. You know, they, it creates a lack of self-confidence and just feeling like they're not good enough. Wow, I was going to say that doesn't just sound like like college students. That sounds like, like a lot of adults. Sounds like life in general. So most people don't know how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know time management or blocking. So there's so many entrepreneurial self development classes on just these topics to help mm -hmm. even regular people. So yeah, getting getting it earlier and mm -hmm. earlier in life yeah. would just be so much more beneficial. Yeah. So so. What are the ages of children that you work with? What's your, what is the youngest that you work with? The youngest that I've worked with would be a uh, junior in high school. Um, and the, to the couple that I worked with at that level were, they were so, they were just full of stress and they didn't, couldn't get through junior year. And because of the, you know, the SAT and worrying about their grades and what they're going to get, where they're going to go to college. And it was just like, it was too much. And the parents felt like they needed some outside support. So I used a lot of the same tools that I used with the college students. You know, she, yeah. she wasn't using a planner. So she was just like, it was all in her head and she couldn't get through it all. Um, I also teach a lot about things like deep breathing and having a gratitude practice, things that will just kind of calm, calm yourself and, and have so that kids have something to go to when they're feeling like that. So they don't feel so out of control. So we were, I worked a lot with her on that and, and we created some affirmations that made her feel good. And she actually made a poster of some things that like she would read to her, look at it and read to herself that just made her calm down. Um, and the other thing that I worked on with her, which is part of my program as well, is some of her, her habits, her health habits. You know, like she wasn't doing any exercise when I met her. And then we, we figured out how she thought, oh, I don't have time to exercise. It's not that important, but you know, that is such a great stress reliever and just makes your whole body feel so much better and you're able to focus better. So we added that into her day. We also talked about what she was eating and how much sleep she was getting and you know, all those things. She wasn't drinking, she wasn't drinking enough water. Um, so she started carrying a water ball around, which is what I do all the time. Uh, so they're, yeah, so I could work with somebody at that level. My my official program was really designed for somebody who has graduated from high school in that summer before they go to college. They're starting to really think about what is college life going to be like and how am I going to do it? And these, what I teach are skills and habits to be successful when you get to college. 
So that's what they're learning. And it's it's really four pillars. So we've, we've talked a little bit about the academic skills, the time management's in academics, but there's a lot more to it than that. And then I, one thing we haven't talked about is social connection. So I have a whole pillar about how to make friends, why it's so important to develop other adult relationships on your campus for you feeling supported and feeling like you belong on the campus. The third pillar is about self-care, all the physical health part. And then the fourth is emotional well-being, where I talk about how to manage stress and having a positive mindset and how you talk to yourself matters so much, all those kinds of things. So it's... It, so yeah. would, wouldn't you have liked to have had this when we went to college? It would have been great. Even <laughs> even though, you know, we were pretty self-sufficient, there were some of those pillars that weren't addressed. You know, again, we just had to kind of figure it out as we went on. And so absolutely looking at each of those pillars and making sure it's blocked into your schedule, you're taking care of it. Exactly. I think sleep is one of those big, big things. Because of course you get to college is like, oh yeah, I get to go party, but I also have these schools and classes and things like that. And a lot of people don't realize sleep rhythms, sleep patterns, and how much sleep you really, really need. As a teacher in elementary school, when I was teaching full-time, parents would say, oh yeah, my eight-year-old stays up until 10 o'clock at night. And then we get them up at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning to get to school. And I'm like, do you realize that a child that age needs about 10 hours of sleep and they aren't getting the proper sleep and that's why they're melting down? And so, yeah, a lot of people don't understand the importance of sleep. So can you talk just a little bit about what you kind of teach about sleep? Sure. Well, I, I say for somebody that age, seven to nine is kind of like the standard, but I, 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 when I'm working with a student, I say like, let's, let's work on getting eight hours of sleep. That would make, you know, that's kind of a good, focus. Yeah. Uh, and so what I do is as we're creating the plan for the day, we figure out, well, you know, what time are you going to, we go backwards. When, what time are you going to need to get up in order to get to your first class or have breakfast before you go to your first class? And then we figure out what time do you actually need to get in bed? And then there's also the issue of, well, are you going to fall asleep right away? Or is, do you need some help? Do you need some techniques for relaxing? And you know what should your evening really look like? So I do talk about having downtime and putting away all the electronics and making sure that, you know, there's no noise, things that are going to help them sleep better. Um, I actually recommend a, a sleep mask because, you know, having dark space is, is important. Like there's a lot of things that go into having a good restful sleep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So basically, what and so then you know then they agree on okay well then I, I really need to be asleep at midnight and that means I need to start getting ready for bed at 11. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we how we work it. I love it. Matter of fact I I knew myself pretty well when I went to college and I knew that I love being a night owl. I love staying up late, right? So I purposely scheduled all of my classes in the afternoon that I possibly could. And I also had work study at that point, work studies where you go to work and get some money to help pay for college, right? And so I would do the late shift at night from 10 to midnight, the work study, right? And so then I knew I could do my classes, get some dinner, do my work study, get a little bit of studying done, go to bed. And then when I got up, I basically went to lunch and then went to classes and started my day because I knew I love sleeping in in that morning. I knew I love staying up late. So those kinds of things you have to know about yourself. Absolutely. So it sounds like you must have been doing all your work on the weekends, all your homework. 
Oh, it was it was sprinkled in that evening part before and after work and things like that. Yep. Yeah, her work study. She actually worked in the computer lab, so she was able to do a lot of her homework while she was helping other people the, with the other the computers. Computer lab, so, I worked with a student last semester who was he worked in the gym, huh? but he didn't do anything. He just kind of like signed people in, so he did all his homework during that time, exactly. which yeah. was awesome. it was like you know it it was really like having a study block. So yeah. that was his time. And he knew like he'd be in the right frame of mind that this is when I'm going to get my work done. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. And it's helpful to look for those kinds of things, because if you know that you can do studying along with one of those kinds of jobs and it's not be interrupted so much that you don't retain everything, you know, you have to be careful of that, but absolutely look for those double benefit blocks. Yeah. So my biggest plan going into college was to find a wife. <laughs> And seriously, that was that that was my biggest goal because I knew I was going to get an education. I knew I was going to get a degree. So I spent my time my time looking for someone to marry me, and it worked. And you, 30, 37 years. Yep. Oh, 37. That's my number too. Thirty-two is actually thirty-two. Yeah. Okay, I'm thirty-seven. So a few, yeah. a few years more. <laughs> That's good. Good. Well, I'm glad that actually I met my husband in college too. Mm -hmm my plan it just happened that way yeah exactly this has been a wonderful conversation so glad that we got to meet you and hear a little bit more about how you help families <laughs> and call and with college and everything um give us your last kind of final thought as we wrap up was there something that we didn't talk about that you really wanted to touch on or give us something that little last bit of wisdom that you would want parents and college students to go away with yeah, I, I just really want parents to realize that even if the, your kid did well in high school, college is a huge jump. It is not the same as high school. And there's so many things that they don't realize about what it's going to be like. So the more you can prepare them to really understand what, how it's different and what they're going to need to do when they get there, the better off they're going to be. Um, and, you know, if you're interested in hearing about my program, my, my website is Crush collegestress.com. And I'd be happy to talk to anybody. I also have a um, Facebook group for parents. Okay. Yeah. The high school and college students. And we talk about everything related to college, not just about what I do, but about even like getting into college and all those other things that you mentioned at the beginning, yeah. like the essays and the SATs and all of that stuff. Um, and it's called college parent support community. So uh, welcome to have anybody join that as well. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess the real, the real thing is just realize that most kids do have a lot of challenge when they go, when they first start college and the more that you can prepare them, prepare them ahead of time, the better off they're going to be. Exactly. And I, one of the big things that I took away from this conversation was also encouraging, encouraging your children to ask for help, make, make sure you tell them ahead of time ask for help, seek out help. You are not expected to do this alone. So get that help that you need. So that's why we love interviewing people like you because we're getting that help for families and for students as we continue to grow and move forward. Anything else? No, thank you so very much for being on our show today. It was a pleasure talking with you. And thank you. Thank you to our audience for being with us this whole time. And I hope that you have again picked up some nuggets and some things that have been really helpful for you and your family. Make sure you follow Dale 
Um, and all of her information will be in our show notes. So you can click on her links, follow her program, find her Facebook group, all of those things. So thank you for and, joining us. And if you like the show, if you like Dale's information, be sure to leave a comment, share it with your friends. Be sure to pass on the information. If you know anybody who has a who has a college age student about ready to go in, this is this is awesome information. It's really helpful. So so share, like, comment and get this information out there for Dale. All right. Thank you. For You're very welcome. Bye for now.